You're now locked in to the Fox Says Podcast. I'm on the beat, let's guy supreme. Yes, people, what is going on? Welcome to another episode of the Fox Says Podcast. I'm your host with the jokes, the fantastic Mr. Fox, and welcome back to another episode. Um, I hope everyone's well. Hope everyone's having a good week. The weather drop continues to just to just catch you off guard, doesn't it? I'm not going to lie to you. I nearly snoozed my alarm this morning. Now, I'm not one of these snooze people. You know them people that like... I actually know people who will set their alarm early just so they can snooze it and get extra sleep. Like, I know that sounds mad. I still can't quite get my head around it because I'm like, well, why don't you just set your alarm later? Because <laughs> then you're, you're sleeping anyway. Um... I don't know, something about the snooze, the snooze nap hits different, I don't know, but I'm not one of them, I'm, I'm one of them, as soon as my alarm goes off, that's it, I'm up, I'm awake, let's do this, and this is a little tip for you all, I put my my um, my phone like away from me, so it's actually, it's, it's on my little cabinet, it's at the end of my bed, so when that alarm's going off in the morning, I have to get up and get to it, but today was nearly the day that I snoozed it, because I was like, bro, this is just, also, I don't think it helped, because I usually get up at four because my first client's at five, but my first client wasn't until seven today. So I was able to sleep until six, but that kind of threw me out because it was like, well, you know, you haven't got up at four. You've been sleeping for two hours. You might as well just stay asleep. <laughs> Why, like, let's just stay in bed. So, um, yeah, that's a, that's, that's a story on, on, on me struggling to get up. But yeah, the, the it's funny because I said this in the last podcast, but even so, the gym was is, is getting quieter. It's getting quieter and quieter. So I know these these cold mornings are, are hitting people different. But yo, keep it up, people. Keep it up because you know there, there, there's a lot that can be said for when you're still getting up and you still got you still got stuff to do. You still got work to do. Plus, get up and get it done in the morning. And then, like I say, like I said in the last, go. Do you know what? Go listen to the last episode. Then you'll learn all about that. Uh, what else has been going on this week? We had the two bros. Natural show on Sunday, which um, I forgot to buy my ticket for because ugh, have you ever had them weeks where like you're just I, I feel like self-employed people will, will feel this even more like you've just got so much going on. And you don't feel like you're stopping like I'm training people, then I'm talking to clients and I'm doing this and then I'm coming home and I'm like, I need to hoover the floor because my carpet just seems to get dirty constantly. And then you're doing this, then you're meal prepping, blah, 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 blah. and then before you know it, you haven't bought your ticket to the two bro show, but we move. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of people um, that I knew that were competing in that. And it was, a, it was a really cool show. It was wicked from all the results I saw. Everyone looks sick. I just want to give a special shout out to my boy Taff, who won the Classic Physique men's overall and earned his IFBB Pro card. That is well-deserved. That is well, 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 well-deserved. That man's got some absolutely freaky quads. And if you ever listen to my old podcast, The Chocolate Mash Show, you'll know that me and him had an episode on there. Um, so I'm planning to get him on. on. So if you're listening to this, bro, we need to um, we need to sort out getting you on an episode on, on this podcast with me uh, so we can talk a little bit. But um, yeah, it was absolutely incredible. And it's just, it's really nice to see to see naturals getting a bit more of a, of a look in now, you know. And, and as always, there's always pessimism <laughs> from someone, um, from some douche. Um, and some guy was like, you know, oh yeah, but even if a natural wins an IFBB pro card, you know, then they've got to go against the IFBB pros and they ain't got a chance, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but, but so what? Like, we've got a platform to showcase how good we are naturally, you know? And I think that's just such a, I think that's such a big thing. And I just think it's really, really good. And I'm, I'm, I'm pleased. And I'm hoping that with this podcast, with like social media and just with like me and other people in general, we can continue to increase and grow the popularity of the, of the natural world. Because it's one that's really, it's really overlooked, you know? It, and especially in your modern day gym, bro, because 
The amount of lads that I speak to, and I'm sorry, man, I'm not here to at or out anyone in particular, but if the shoe fits, then wear it. And if you feel like this is a, it's, this is not, this isn't, I will tell you for a fact now, this is not directed at anyone in particular. But if you're sat there in your feelings and you feel like this is aimed at you, maybe that's because it applies to you. But when I talk to guys that either really want to go on gear for some reason, and I'm looking at them and I'm like, you, you your physique's mediocre at best now. Going on gear ain't going to magically make you better, you know, or, or, or guys that are already on gear, you know, and I think, well, well, okay, you're on gear, but you could probably do a lot better without because you're not doing a very good job with it. You know, there's there's this, this obsession that in order to, don't get me wrong, to attain a certain look and a certain level of strength, um, yes, the, 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 the PEDs and enhanced route will get you a certain look if, if that's what you're going for. However, I think with a lot of these guys, they don't know what they're, what they're looking for. They're just looking for a, the easiest way to make gains, the quickest and easiest way. And gear seems to be that thing that, that can produce that. They think that they're going to start, they're going to get on a cycle and that's it. All their, all their aesthetic dreams are going to come true when it's, it's not the case at all. And this is why, you know, I'll have people that will say to me, oh, well, you must take something because, you know, my, my mate takes stuff and he doesn't look like you. I'm like, well, your mate's obviously not doing something right. Or he ain't buying gear, he's buying, I don't know, I don't know what he's buying. He ain't buying, you know, like oils you inject, he's buying baby oil. I don't know. But anyway, the point I'm getting at is that where you can push yourself naturally is so overlooked. And I don't have a lot of time for those guys that are like, you know, that are so keen to get on gear or, or, or feel like they need to because, I don't know, like, and they'll always just throw the lines out like, oh yeah, but what about if I reach my genetic potential? You ain't gonna reach your genetic potential. Like you don't even diet or train hard enough now, or, or you're not you're not disciplined or dedicated enough now. What makes you think that you're gonna reach your natural potential if you're not willing to put everything into it now? And then when you say that to people, they're like, yeah, well, I mean, I'm not I'm not exactly gonna put everything into it. Well, what exactly? So how are you ever gonna reach that natural potential? Like stop trying to create barriers and excuses. At the end of the day, if you just want to go on gear because you just want to go on gear, then fair enough. All right, do your thing. But, you know, everyone's got life choices, you know, and I'm sure I spoke about this in previous episodes, when, like when I've referenced smoking, like do your thing, make your choices, but don't overlook what can be achieved naturally. And it's 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 just, like I say, it's just nice to see to see naturals getting, you know, more exposure and, and, and just us being able to showcase what we can do, you know? So um, yeah, man, big shout out to that. That was, that was good. And I'm, I'm gutted I couldn't have been there because I forgot to buy my ticket, but then to be fair, I did have stuff to sort out on the day. You know, one of them days when you're just catching up with stuff and even today, I've blitzed my flat finally. And it's just one of those, right, if I don't do it now, I'm not gonna do it. And I was looking around like, this is Higgy. But anyway, that's, um, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's by the by. So, um, so yeah, and with that, so going on from that a little bit, what, one thing that I think is very, I was talking to someone about this the other day, and that's, that's what sort of prompted me to do this episode, right? Was the gym, the gym is a discipline, you know? And, and I talk about this generation lacking discipline quite a lot because I do think it's something that, that does lack in this generation, I'm not gonna lie. But the gym itself is a discipline. Being disciplined to get up, to still go and do your workout, to make sure you do your cardio, to make sure you're eating your meals. Like, it is a form of discipline, you know? And, and you can't really... You you're either disciplined or you're not really. You know, it's like it's like it's like being a kid. If you're, you know, if you if 
if you're good, you're, you're going to do what you need to do. You're going to do your homework. You're going to, you're going to go to your classes. You're going to read your books. You're going to do everything. You know, that, that's a discipline and it creates good habits and disciplines. And I feel like that's kind of overlooked in the gym world. And I think it's, I think my problem is, right, I'm a bit of a, bit of a purist, bit of a hippie when it comes to like the love of the game and like the love of bodybuilding and stuff. But it's really important, man. And so when, when I do talk to people that I see are just looking for shortcuts, it's, I don't know. It, it makes me. It makes me feel like well, well, you're, they lack. It makes me feel like they lack discipline, and they lack the discipline to have to, you know, put themselves in certain environments or have to make certain sacrifices or, let me just move the mic. Have to do certain things in order to, to to stay disciplined to get the results that they want. And and that's why when I speak to some of these guys and like they talk about wanting to jump on enhanced cycles and do all this and that, I'm thinking that's because you lack the discipline to to work hard enough now. And like I say, you think that the gear is going to be the it's going to be the the, the magic cure or the answer to what it is you want to do. Now I'm not now. Don't take this as me bashing people that take PEDs or anything like that because it's not like that. And if you've taken it like that, then you're not listening. You're not listening well enough. <laughs> that's that's just straight up. But but yeah, I, I do. There's just a little. And to be honest with you, I'll be like, there's a lot of that in bodybuilding at the moment. Like, this is another conversation I was having and, and I was like, we was talking and I was saying there seems to be so much more focus on like, the drugs rather than the bodybuilding. Now, I, I said it's accessories, right? So, it, it, and, and, and it, it will all sort of link together and it makes sense. So, accessories are, are more important than just the core basic things. So, so many people just associate drugs with bodybuilding or they want to know what drug someone's taking. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, look at that bodybuilder over there. Oh, he's massive. What's his cycle? That, that's what people want to know. Or, oh, what's he taking? What's he taking? He takes this, that, that. Oh, so that's why he looks like that. Well, yes, he may take those things, but he probably trains his ass off as well if he's in good shape and he, and he eats right. And it's, I feel like people straight away overlook the training, the diet, and all the important bits that require that discipline to stay on it. And then obviously they use, remember, PEDs are performance enhancers. You're enhancing your performance. So here's something like here's a hard to swallow pill for you guys out there that are not at high performance. If your performance is not at a high level and your physique is not at a good level or like a substantial level, and then you start taking these enhancers, what the fuck is it enhancing? <laughs> it's literally polishing a turd. And that's not me. I'm not trying to diss you, but if you're if you are not developed and if you're not if you're not at a certain level, gear ain't gonna suddenly make make you better. Do you know what I mean? If anything, it's gonna make you worse. Like, so it's, it's uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, it's, it's just something to, it's just some food for thought, but it's definitely something that's become more popular. And then that led up to, to us then talking to, uh, on another conversation, we were saying about accessories, and I was saying it's even the same with training, because like, I'll use, I'll use Taff as an example, right? Taff could only because he, he put up a post on his Insta the other day and he was saying one of the biggest things he he done with his training is he just kept training hard, kept training hard, kept training heavy and pushing himself even right up to the show. Now, obviously, the closer you get to shows, you need to monitor your fatigue. You need to be careful. You, you ain't going to be going. I mean, not that we would anyway, but going to be going doing no mad one rep maxing like a week out from a show. But but I was the same with my shows. I would still train like I was uh, like, like one of the basic foundations is what built the muscle will keep the muscle, you know? So if someone turns around and says to me, oh yeah, I'm doing a cut, so I'm just going to start doing lighter weight, heavy, um, um, lighter weight, more reps. I'm like, well, okay, is that how you built this physique? No, okay, so you're just going to change it just because cutting, like it doesn't make no sense. But I think it's one of those things that is really overlooked. 
the actually the benefits of just hard ass training you know like <laughs> you got people especially and i'm 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 generalizing as i do quite a lot um but with this sort of new modern day gym bro they'll come into the gym and they want to do I'm gonna pick this exercise because I'm gonna hold my hands up and say, I am actually converted, I am a fan and I love it. However, I have also had years and years of doing standard dumbbell side raises. So, you know, kind of feel like I deserve to do something different. Anyway, they'll come in, they wanna do the, the crucifix cable side raises, like, you know, like the cuff lateral raises, they wanna they want sit down and they wanna do that. The other one that I've seen is bungee cords on Smith machines. Now, I, I'm, I'm not saying that it doesn't work. I'm not saying that it's not beneficial. I'm not saying there's not a place for it. I just feel like if you're still in your early days of training, the last thing you need to be doing is worrying about setting up a flipping bungee cord for 64 days. Also, also it helps me out of the, helps me out of the whole of the end and, and, and prevents any injury. Okay, cool, all right, but I'll tell you what else will help with that. Learning to execute properly with your weight and progressing accordingly. You like. You, you got to remember, and I, I don't mean to sound or come across like a bit of a dinosaur, but there were physiques, very good physiques that were built before people started bringing all these sexy gadgets and gadgets into, into the gym. Again, on the flip side, it's not to say that there isn't a time and a place for them and there isn't a benefit. I just feel generally there's a more, there's a more, there's more of a focus on those elements rather than just, yo, go in and just train hard. <laughs> go in. Pick the exercises that work well with you. If you don't know what they are, spend time finding out what exercises work well for you. Yeah, and, and don't just jump to an exercise because it looks popular or because, or oh, I've seen this on Instagram, everyone's doing this, I want to do this too. Okay, cool. And again, there's, there's nothing wrong with that, but don't let it take priority. That isn't the priority here, you know? And and and, and I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there because, you know, and like I say, let me not bag on the whole bungee cord the pressing thing because I did actually see Sean Clarida doing it the other day and I was like, oh man, I can't cuss this because he's doing it. But there's a big difference. That's a 2-1-2 Olympia champion and Sean Clarida arguably is one of the best bodybuilders on the planet in the way that he's progressed. I mean, he went from a, um, he was a WNBF natural pro and he's progressed himself all the way to 2-1-2 Olympia champion and he's even won open shows now. If you're not into bodybuilding, that doesn't mean sweet FA, but basically he's done the journey in it. But you see him doing things like that bungee cord press. And yes, naturally you might look and think, oh yeah, I'd like to give that a go. That sounds cool, but, or, or it looks cool, but that isn't the priority. So I'll use my own training as an example. So at the moment I'm doing, like, so let's take chest. Chest is, chest is a muscle group of mine that I just feel like it's gone so higgy over the last few years. I don't understand. It was ever since, I think it was the night before British finals, NPA British finals. I remember sending a picture to one of my friends, James, and he was like, mate, where's your chest gone? He's like, you need to fill out. And like, coach gave me a burger and chips anyway. So I went and had burger and chips and I filled out. But I did feel like my chest is just, from that, it's almost like that point. It's like a witch doctor was there and was like, you will have no boobies. There will be no boobies, no breasts for you. And then that was it. I've just like, my chest has got dead. Anyway, when I was in lockdown last year, I found it responded really, really well to press-ups and to banded press-ups. That's because that's all I had at the time. But honestly, in terms of connection and still making growth, like it was, it, my, my chest was connected. I was connecting with it really well and it was progressing well. Only difference was I'm not about to go into the gym on chest day on Monday and just bang out a load of press-ups. Like I'm not going to do that, you know? And if I do want to grow it, I, am, I obviously need to do weights and stuff like that. Anyway, so I've been trying to, I've been racking my brains trying to figure out what's the most, quote, optimal way for me to train my chest. And I found I use the hammer strength incline press and I put bands on it to add constant tension 
resistance and at the top. I don't lock out, I don't lose it. My chest stays engaged the whole time and I've found that works so well. So at the moment, in my chest training, that is, <laughs> and, and, and you might be sat there thinking, mm, the guy that's here cussing people about bands, but here he is using bands. Yeah, well, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Anyway, uh, that's my main focused exercise. And the way that I position it in my workouts, I do it first. So I usually like to start off with a cable fly, open my chest up, get everything sort of warm and limber, but I've gone straight into that exercise and I will warm myself up with just a band on there first because I'm, I'm mimicking and imitating what I did during lockdown because that I found that that worked well. So I do that um, and there's a couple of exercises that I'll do that, you know, that I've, that I've selected that I engage well when I work with, uh, work well with. So, you know, it works. So, and then, and then if I get to the end of the workout and I'm like, well, I did see this thing on Instagram, I would like to try it. And I do, and I do do this. I'll be honest with you guys. I do do this. I will try exercises that I've seen. Sometimes, sometimes I'll do it because I'm being a bit of a dick and I'm like, let me see if this exercise is actually any good. And I'll do it and be like, nah, this is dead. These people are just, because you will get people, some people talking rubbish on Instagram about how some exercise is the best thing since bread and butter. Then I'll do it and be like, you know what? It is not for me. But then that's also something to consider. It might work for them, but it just might not work for me. But I position things like that at the end of my workout. You know, let's try it. Let's see if it works. Let's see if I like it. Let's see if it lives up to the hype. It either does or it doesn't. And if it does, I can then think to myself, okay, where can I fit that in, in my routine? Where, where can I place that? You know, but it's not the main focus. And, and I think that's just, that's just something that, especially, like I say, a lot of you new gym bros, and if you are still in your early development stages of your training, stop trying to, you know, like overcomplicate it. And <laughs> it's, it's hard because you get, you get someone like the older generation bodybuilders and guys that are older than us that, that was, they preach these kind of messages, like people trying to overcomplicate the wheel and blah, blah, blah. And like, like I remember when I was younger, I was in a gym once when, uh, No Limits Gym, when I used to go there, when I was at their second site in Duck Farm Court, right? So I was training, doing a T-bar row machine and this geezer, he's finished his workout, he's had a shake and he said to me, he's like, he's like what were you doing? I said, I said, what do you mean? He's like, what were you doing? I said, I'm training back. He's like, nah. All you need is pull-ups and deadlifts. That's all you need to be doing. Pull-ups, deadlifts. And he's just staring at me with a shake. And I'm like, oh shit, I've got to listen to this guy because he's massive. He's got one big vein in his head and he clearly knows what he's talking about. So I changed my whole workout and I started doing some deadlifts. Then I was trying to do some pull-ups like in between. And then he left. And then I stopped and was like, all right, fuck that guy. I'm going back to my C-Marbo machine now. Um... So I don't ever want to be a di complete dinosaur and tell people that, you know, you should only do the basics. But I feel like a lot of you aren't that aren't good enough at doing the basics or sticking to something like you always want to you always want to do something new. You always want to change things up and you always want to. Oh, well, I've seen this and I think that work better. So I'm going to do that. <laughs> OK, what are you doing at the moment? I'm doing this. Is it working? Yeah. Then why are you going to change it? Do you know what I mean? And like I say, there's, there's nothing wrong with adding to it. But if something's working like keep it up you know and the thing to go with that is with a lot of people your physique doesn't really affect uh, like reflect what you're saying oh yeah, yeah like like i've had a guy tell me like like i say let's go back to the crucifix if you haven't seen him crucifix cable side raises you will see me doing these multiple times a week now because i'll be honest with you that i've never connected with my delts that well in an exercise Shoulders in the whole 12 years of my life training, I've only ever had doms in my shoulders once. And that was because we'd done 100 reps of side raises at the end of our workout, continuous, no stopping, no breaks, 100 reps. And honestly, my side delts the next day were so sore, 
I was trying to train arms and I couldn't even, I was trying to do tricep push downs, but my side delts were on fire. I went to do the same thing again the following week. So I was like, I want those doms again. And I didn't get those doms again. So yeah, we move. So anyway, shoulders is one of the exercises that I can, I find they're not that taxed on the nervous system. Like, you know, if you, if you go hell for leather on a leg session or even a back session to a degree, um, generally speaking, it will wipe you out, right? You, you'll be wiped out after, but I've never come home from a shoulder session and been like, oh my God, I need to sleep for two days. Do, do you know what I mean? So I can go hell for leather on shoulders, volume, 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 really push it, go crazy, go mad and wake up the next day and they'll be like, eh, did you even train yesterday? That's just how I am with shoulders. And I often find that I'll start to get a really good connection in my shoulder sessions and then it will kind of go. And again, this is probably down to my exercise selection and, and resting times and there's loads of different factors to it. But anyway, that exercise, those cable cuff side raises, I can't even lie to you, they have my delts on fire. The whole workout, they, they, I just, I walked out of there feeling as wide as a ass. I couldn't believe, I was like, this, this is sick. But that was because I'd spoken to someone about them. I, I found out the benefits of doing them and, you know, and like looking at the strength curve of it and it kind of makes sense because I like doing cable side raises anyway. So I do them usually like, I'll do them like standing, um, standing up. Um, but I've just not done them on the bench and, and you know, and I also don't do them over-exaggerated as you see them done on Instagram quite a lot, but we're not going to nitpick here. Um, so anyway, I tried them at the end of my workout. They were sick. I've kept them in. Yeah, they, they worked. Bang it. I'm going to stick with it. But the message that I'm getting across with this episode, I think is someone will come in and be like, cool, right, we're doing shoulders today. We need to do these. Well, why do you need to do these? Why are you not just using dumbbells first? And don't think just because you see me doing those that I'm not doing dumbbells before. There isn't the heavy pressing and the pressing that I need to do before. Like there's much more to it, but people are just so focused on like the accessory thing. Like, I saw the accessory side of things. I saw a meme the other day that was like, it's an old one. And it was like, um, uh, I'm going to the gym, better make sure I've got everything. And it was like squat shoes, bands, chalk. Um, it was like PCAAs, it was all these different things. And as sort of condescending as it is, it, it kind of feels like that's how that that's how the gym can come across sometimes. And for a total beginner, it's gonna spin their brain because they're gonna be thinking to themselves, right, okay, I, I haven't got squat shoes. Do I need squat shoes for leg day? No, 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 you'll be fine. Yeah, I know, but I've seen this, like loads of people have squat shoes on leg day. Yeah, well, well yeah, you, you'll be fine. In fact, I personally love doing legs barefoot. Not barefoot. We're not talking toes out. The toes are in sock. I'm just just throwing that out there now. Like we don't need to be seeing toes. But if that's what you want to do, live your life. Um, but yeah, I like to I like to uh, be bare feet rather than being in shoes. You know, just because it's just different things like different supports. I mean, I wear these cheap fake Converse type things when I train. Shout out to Sports Direct, fifteen pound a pair. Um, little plug there. Um, and I don't always find them the most comfortable if I'm doing like leg pressing or something like that. They're just not. So I'd rather just work with my own foot, my own sort of center of gravity, my own, like it's it's my my foot and my, oh sorry, let me say feet <laughs> to be professional. It's my feet um, being placed. So I'm, I'm working with that, you know, rather than any sort of additional support that may or may not be helping. Um, but you will get some people who are like, right, I need to get myself some squat shoes. And then, you know, next thing, well, I want to do some pressing, but I need to get myself a bungee cord to do the pressing on the Smith machine because I need to make sure that, you know, when I'm coming out of the hole that I've got the support there and it's taking the tension off my joints and stuff. Okay, cool. Why don't you just do some really good controlled sets of dumbbells, learn how to engage your chest and to stop at the right point and then progress the weight slowly like and accordingly and progressively 
to not have this issue. Learn to control and execute your reps better. How about that? Oh, because you want to go heavier, quicker, because ego. Do, do, you know, do you know what I mean? So it's, it's, and obviously you need to lift heavier to build more muscle and blah, 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 blah. Don't anyone sit there and get on a high horse. I know how to build muscle. I've been doing it for years. But there is, that you don't, like there, there's ways of doing it. You know, like when I finished competing this season, I was, I, I stripped everything back. I was doing what, what I called my little reset phase where I was just relearning movements and, and movement paths and like, okay, what works well? And that's where I found that that hammer strength incline press worked really, really well for me. One thing I struggle with is shoulder pressing, partly to do with my mobility, but I'm lucky the gym I'm at has got a Viking press and, and the way that I have to do a lot of uh, focusing on how I position myself um, in order to get a good connection with it. Um, I did actually use a seated shoulder press at Phoenix Gym in Burgess Hill uh, a few weeks back. That was sick. I can't lie. But then, but using that, I was like, wow, I connected really well with that. I felt great. So then when I went to the Viking press, I was like, right, I've got to mimic how the position that I was in. I was able to sort of replicate the position that I was in from that machine in um, in Phoenix here to get the same sort of effect. And it worked. Um but that's because I'm trying to understand my body and what works best for my body rather than, yo, I saw this on Instagram. I'm going to do this press because this looks good. Like, okay, maybe at the end of the workout. But yeah, I'm not going to keep going around in circles. But what I would just say is, especially if you're, if you're, and when I say a newbie, I'm like, I don't know, if you're like in your first five years of training, because not everyone, but the majority of people don't really tend to start really nailing it. Until, I don't know, maybe like after five, after a few years at least, you know, no one comes in day one and is perfect and is nailing absolutely everything. Like, I don't know, there might be an exception to the rule, who knows. Um, but when you're still in these sort of beginner stages, just, just, just stop focusing so much on all the fancy, sexy accessory stuff. Like, get good and get disciplined at nailing the basics. And I'm not going to stand in like the meathead and say, all you need to do is pull-ups and, and deadlifts. I've actually taken pull-ups out of one of my clients' routines because we've just found that risk-reward ratio, it's, it's, just not as, it's just not as beneficial for him. So I've taken pull-ups out. Whereas for me, I find pull-ups have really helped develop my back, you know? So it's, it's, just, it's just adjusting accordingly. But if someone come up with some kind of innovative, sexy pull-up thing, I'm not, I'm not going to be like, yo, this looks really good and this looks mad. We're going to throw this in now just for the sake of it. Um, and if you do want to have a session like that, try plan your weeks accordingly. So I don't know how your training splits might look, but maybe towards the end of the week with your, if you're having like lighter sessions at the end of the week or more quote fluffier sessions, maybe experiment then try a couple different things. And, and, you know, I don't want people to listen to this and go into the gym and be like, I can't try anything new because John said I shouldn't is that's not the case at all. It's just where the focus is. You know, we've had many a great physique built without all this sexy stuff. And like I say, some people, uh, I feel like I feel like if I give you guys some advice on building a decent set of hamstrings, you can learn from it because I've got good hamstrings and I've built good hamstrings. They're not genetically gifted. They are, you can, you can see, you can see that they've had work. And, and that's one thing as well. Like, it's funny because one of the guys I worked with asked me last night, he was like, you know, do you think you've got good genetics? And I said, I would say I've got relatively good genetics because, you know, I've got, I've got a nice shape with my physique. I've got good lines, but my physique itself, I've battered my physique over the years. Like even this week has been, and last week has been such a good, this, like this part, so this week <laughs> and this past week has been such good training weeks because I've just pushed the intensity and pushed the volume like mad in my sessions, right? And like my body's just taking really well, which is good because at the moment I am on very high calories. I am still 
battling cravings and you know I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that whenever I'm I don't want to use this word but whenever I'm binging I try to binge out on good food like I've gone back to just having big ass bowls of oats and cream of rice mixed rather than sitting there and smashing a packet of those chocolate orange tarts for Mr Kipling's although they do sound delightful right now anyway so I've pushed my intensity like crazy but my workouts are still under an hour they're not long I'm not spending hours in there I'm not doing a million and one pointless movements you know but but I'm just I'm I'm just at a really great point with, with my work and and I feel like that's what's overlooked. Just getting in, getting a good session done without overcomplicating it, you know. And 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 because and it, it's funny because sometimes I feel I do get self conscious sometimes if I take my stand to the gym, you know. And if I'm filming stuff and I still do it, I don't care. I'm still gonna do it. Do you know what I mean? Like we're all gonna sit here and be like, oh, I don't care what other people think, but we all subconsciously do have. Uh, that, that all does play in our mind. I don't care who you are. You do have some kind of, you know, think of what others think of you. Anyway, but you'll often see it as well where people will record their sets and stuff. And it's good. It's really important to do, especially if you're looking at your form and stuff like that. But, you know, if you're recording something just for the sake of recording it for the gram to say you've done it, there's not, again, there's, I don't really want to say there's anything wrong with it, but what's it doing for your progress? Like we're in the gym to make progress, right? That's, that's the whole idea of going in there. And I feel like when you're focused on too many other variables and not just nail your nutrition, nail your training, stay disciplined and keep consistent, when you're not focused on that, you're, you're hindering your progress a bit, you know, and, and you could be progressing so much more. And this is why, you know, as frustrating as it is, uh, you know, I'm coaching a lot of young men at the moment and young guys. And the ones that don't sign up with me are the ones that either think they know what they're doing, quote, or, or they're sort of, you know, they, they uh, yeah, you know, I, I know what I'm doing. I don't really need a coach. I don't really need help. But uh, with all due respect, they don't really change much. You know, like they're, they're, you're not actually progressing. All right, cool. You had a big lift this week. Okay, cool. You might have come in and got a new one rep max or or something like that. All right, cool. But but in terms of your actual progress, how, how are you doing? Do you look any better? Is your performance any better? Do you have any way of tracking and letting me know to prove that, you are actually making progress. Is there anything in place to to monitor this? You know, and 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 that's something people. I'll talk about this on another episode sometime. But I think that's what people should look more into, especially when they're getting a coach. You know, you're not just. It's not because you don't know what you're doing, but it's it's to make sure that you are making progress. Like I, I put up a poll on Insta about about my logbook. So I've got my logbook out now because I'm like, right, I need to. I need to keep track of what I'm doing. The The workout that I did on Monday was was fantastic. It was everything I needed. Monday, that's yesterday. Um, it was everything I needed. The reps, the sets, everything worked so well. The session was great. Intensity was, I was like, this is, this is perfect. This was a great session. I need to keep this session. So I recorded everything down and I'm gonna stay accountable to my logbook because I am still coaching myself. So I, I've, I'm holding myself accountable. But not everyone does that. And I'll be honest with you, I put up a poll saying, am I gonna keep this up? or am I not? And big shout out to my brother, Jack. Jack was like, I really hope you do, but I guarantee that you won't just because that's what I'm like. And if I'm like that, and you guys know that I'm a meticulous person, your average gym bro is probably gonna be of the same, you know? And then there's no real way to monitor your progress because you're looking back and you're like, you know, like I'll say, okay, cool. Well, you know, what are your sort of lifts that? Like? Oh, well, yeah, you know, like I got like 140 for one rep this day. Okay, what else? Yeah, I can sort of do like, do you know what I mean? There's, there's no real, okay, this is this is what it is, this is what it is, or even just, boom, here's my logbook, have a look at that, look at the lifts that I do, because then I'll sit down and go through it. 
one of the guys I'm working with, I, I went through his, like he sent me some workouts and stuff on notes that he, because he writes them in his phone and he just sent them over. So I could see it and go, like, right, okay, cool. I can see what you're doing and we're monitoring progress here. But the focus is on, on the making progress, not the looking sexy or looking good for the gram, you know? And, 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 and <laughs> I'm going to the gym today to do chest. Have I got my bungee cords? Because if I haven't, it's not going to be a good chest workout. I just learn to fucking execute your reps properly and you won't need none of that. <laughs> you know, so... Um, yeah, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not trying to make this into a rant and I don't want to make anyone feel stupid. I don't want anyone to listen to this and to start questioning their life choices. But just just do have a think about it, you know? And, and like like I say, there is, a, there is a discipline going to the gym. And, and if you're someone who is looking for shortcuts, you know, thinking that it's going to help get... Because don't get me wrong, we all want to make gains quicker, don't we? Like, we, we all want to make gains as quick as possible, right? But there's... There's that mentality of, like, for me, like my, my way of thinking is, right, I want to have a massive chest, so I'm just going to smash another set of these. You know, like, you finish your exercise and you think, do you know what, there's one more, there's one more set of me I'm going to do it because I want to have a massive chest. That's me trying to shortcut the process to getting a bigger chest. I'm trying to make it, not shortcut, but I'm trying to get there quicker. Right, let's do another set. Let's put more blood into it. Let's feed it with more food. Let's build a bigger chest. But try, literally trying to take a shot. Well, if I do this, 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 could, this could make it easier, make it quicker, and... and fannying about and messing about with all these other accessories and whatnot that's just it's just not it's just not going to help and then even worse then turn around and be like oh I yeah no i'm thinking about getting on a cycle but especially if you're someone whose physique is just soaking wet like just just stop go and watch a natural show next year 2022 take your ass to a natural show yeah and like i say if you're trying to achieve the look that comes with taking peds and there is a certain look you know, things like uh, like the dryness that you can get, the hardness you can get, the density you can get, and things like that. Okay, okay, cool. If that's what you're going for, and that's generally what you're working towards, and, you know, you're on your diet now, as a natural, you're doing everything you can, and you're ticking every single box, and your physique reflects that, cool, more power to you. If those boxes ain't being ticked, you look mediocre at best, why are you even talking about gear? Do you know what I mean? Like, like, like go, and look, go and watch a natural show, see the levels, and 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 see see what is attainable and achievable. Like um, I've, I've I've mentioned him before, and I, I don't know how to say his name. I think his name is Babaka, but he's one of the best. Now he's out there. He won um his his IFBB Pro card in bodybuilding. He won it naturally in in an untested show. I think it was the um what is it? Uh, Yamamoto Pro. I'm sure it was at the Yamamoto Pro because I think that was in Italy, and he is Italian, so that would make sense. Yeah, it probably was. But anyway, so he's done it. Now don't get me wrong. Not everyone is built like that. I mean, if I was that good, uh, when I went to my untested shows, I would have won them this year, but I didn't. <laughs> Two seventh places. <clears throat> anyway, um, but there is there is, there is is a level, you know, and, and the cycle isn't your answer to, to fixing that level. So, so, yeah, I don't know. Just when it comes to the gym, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to bodybuilding, let's just have a little bit more focus on the, the, the core basics. Train hard, eat right, recover and rest then worry about all the other shit you know like it shouldn't be find what's popular on instagram do the sexiest looking exercise do every rep ridiculously over dramatic to make it look like you're pushing real good intensity because it because you think it looks good and then actually make no progress or ego lift a one rep max on a bench press every two weeks because you're trying to impress everyone in your gym because it's actually not helping your progress do you know what I mean? Let's let's focus on those core values I mentioned a minute ago and actually progressing and let's make progress great again.
<laughs> so um, yeah, right guys, I'm, I'm gonna leave that one there because I'm sure I could just go off on a tangent and keep repeating myself, but it's just some food for thought and it's just something I want you guys to, to, to really consider, especially you young gym bros out there. You know, like I say, the, the new wave of gym bros, there has to be a respect for the old school and you know, and the way that people used to do things and, and the quote dinosaurs. Um, but equally, you don't just have to do what they say. There is more one way to skin a cat, right? I appreciate that. However, coming in and overcomplicating it and trying to do all too much glamorous stuff is just, it's just not the one. Like I say, it's like trying to add details onto a painting before you've even colored it. So um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this one, guys. Thank you once again for locking in. Um, do get in touch, get in contact, hit me up on Instagram. If you guys are on Insta, at JohnFox, double underscore, drop me a message on there for coaching, for guidance, if you want to try cuss me about this episode. And as I said, this isn't directed at anyone specifically. I've not looked at someone and gone, oh, hey, you, I'm going to talk about you in my podcast. I don't move like that. But if you are sitting there and reflecting and thinking, do you know what? Because, because, because you know, it's so easily done. And there are times when, you know, when, when I've even thought, oh, maybe I should be trying this and that and that, and then I just stop and I'm like, all right, relax, relax, relax. Because <laughs> you done built a good enough physique this long without it, but there may be a time and a place to start incorporating a certain few things. Like, I'm telling you now, you're not going to see me with a flipping bungee cord on a Smith machine. There's just no need for it. <laughs> there is just no need. But you will catch me with bands on the incline press, pushing it out because it keeps attention and for all the reasons I explained in a little bit earlier. Anyways, I'm going to leave it there. Guys, thank you so much for locking into this. Have an awesome week. And until the next time, this is the Fox Says Podcast.